Hello, it's Jason Manford. Um, uh, this is the podcast. I um, hope you like it. Thanks for downloading it and all that sort of stuff. It's really nice of you. Um, click subscribe so that you don't even have to come on and do it. It'll just do it for you automatically. And uh, I realise, you know, it's no serial uh, but it's, um, you know, it's entertaining hour, isn't it? It's a bit of fun. Uh, so um, have a listen. Um, and also don't ever feel that you're not involved in the show. Feel free to get in touch. I'm always on Twitter. Uh, I'm always on Facebook. So please, uh, if there's a subject matter that you think, oh, that's a funny thing. I've got a funny thing to add to that. I've got an opinion on that. Please get in touch and tell me. And uh, I'll try and include it in the next week's podcast. All right. Lots of love. Enjoy. This is Jason. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning. Hope you're very well this morning on this uh, Father's Day. Very sunny Father's Day. Uh, and uh, my um, my guest this morning, I was I struggle with your surname, Paul Meyer. That's, yeah, that's going to say it like that. Yeah, yeah, it's Meyer. Meyer. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's Meyerhog. Norwegian. Meyer. Norwegian. Yeah, we don't sound Norwegian. No, Canadian. 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 Works in Britain, lives in France. This guy's international. Well, yeah, man. All yeah. over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me back. Pleasure. And, uh, and lovely that you're here on Father's Day because the last time you were on the show, we rang your father. That's right. Yeah. And we found out his uh, radio acting skills are through the roof. <laughs> God love him. God love him. We we played a game last time where we um it'd be on one of the podcasts, I'm sure, uh, where we we were both convinced that our dads would always get our mums as soon as we 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 rang to speak to them and uh I think my dad won. I think my dad did it in about 14 seconds. <laughs> Should I get your mum? Uh, so happy Father's Day this morning. If you uh, want to celebrate your dad, then please let us know why he is a legend. We're always up for uh, hearing that. Uh, but also, as usual, if you want to uh, just moan and, and complain, that's absolutely fine as well. Uh, why are you up this morning? Jason Manford. It's Absolute Radio. I'm Jason Manford. Paul Meyerhog is my guest this morning on this lovely sunny Father's Day morning, uh, where I'm, I'm sure I'm supposed to be in bed being given uh, burnt toast and... Uh, At the very least. Uh, yeah, I know, you'd think so, wouldn't you? But uh, yeah, that's not happening at all to me, unfortunately. Um, but hey-ho, we're here. We're here. Have, and, uh, and Joe Producers, what, what have you brought today, Joe, as, as, as for, for my Father's Day breakfast? A lovely selection of brioche swirls, bananas and slightly bruised apples. Lovely. I love a bruised apple. <laughs> You can gum it. You can gum it along. It's nice. Yeah, nice. Uh, Cracky, it was hot last night. I mean, you were in a hotel, I imagine, which was air-conned. Yeah, yeah, it was. I got, but you know, you put a, you can't control because it's not your air conditioning, so yes. you don't know where the sweet spot is. Yeah, you know what of I mean. Course. So I woke up freezing. I had the opposite problem. I yeah. almost killed myself. Yeah, yeah. That's the, see that I think that's the problem. I always notice it in this country. Like I got in my mum's car yesterday, and it was freezing. Like she put the aircon on so high. It was so cold in there. And I'm in shorts because obviously it's roasting. And I'm like, why is it so sure it's a hot day? I said, but the temperature you have in this car now, if it was this temperature outside, you'd put a jumper on. So why <laughs> why, why, why have you done this? I don't understand the, the, the weird concept that we have in this country. It's because you never get to use your air conditioning. Maybe so when that's you do, you want to take advantage. Like yeah. Every second you're going it's to really enjoy exciting. it. You know what I mean? yeah. It is exciting, I've got to say. But it's, it's the sleeping. I mean, I'm, I'm not complaining. Because you can't complain about the weather in this country because we, we, we get a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we don't, and we don't get a lot of sun. But it's the, it's the trying to get. I, in my kids' rooms, it's like taking out duvets 
and just leaving them duvet covers like they, and they only had this like thin sum of duvet as it was it's too hot dad and and, and you, they're coming into my room telling me I'm going I know <laughs> like, I'm hot as well like there's nothing we can do we'll just get in the shower together freezing cold right now it was absolutely roasted so I hope you slept in bed with you it's too hot in there yeah, their reasoning just... is to be like dad and lay on top of you it's yeah. too hot you're like this is not this is not helping no at all. this is not good at all this is this is not going to work for me uh, so yeah it was like and it was that catch me too because uh, you probably don't, didn't hear the show, but last week, so I moved, moved house recently. Mm. So last week, uh, I left um, a, a living room window open overnight. We'd only been in the house one night, and uh, the, um, and uh, halfway through the night, a door opened, and I just heard this noise, like, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's I can't believe the house is haunted. I've only just moved in. <laughs> That's just my luck." Anyway, it was a cat, just a weird cat. I don't know if it was an old cat that used to live there. Huh? And so it was looking at me going, you, who are you? What are you doing in my house? <laughs> he might have been more freaked out. But anyway, this cat got into our house. So obviously this week, it's roasting out. I've got all the windows open. But I'm now, I'm sort of nervous. I'm, I'm in bed thinking, is, is, yeah. is Tiddles coming back? Yeah, ghost cat. Yeah. You, you wouldn't be too hot or have ghost cat back. Oh, man, it's, just, it's, it's a cash 22. <laughs> It's a nightmare. Uh, it's eight twelve fifteen on the text this morning, and it's uh, and it's Father's Day in Canada as well. It is. Yeah, lovely stuff. You spoke to spoke to Dad yet? No, because it's too early in the morning. Oh, is it so, really yeah, early? Yeah. So after the radio show, I'll, I can never. I'm never sure where the how the world works when it comes to timings. I'm like, so you are you behind or? Yeah, we're behind. Yeah, I mean, you're so, behind. Yeah, I mean, I've been to Canada, but I mean behind in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean in time. <laughs> In time, yeah. In actual yeah, daytime. Yeah, we're se- seven yeah. hours behind. So, yeah, uh, yeah I'm going to let him see. And about a 25 bit. years. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, a couple of. <laughs> <laughs> 8 12 15 on the text. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Getting into the Coldplay, actually, recently. I, I was always a bit. I think I, I think I got swept up in the uh, Coldplay, and uh, then I saw them at the uh, the concert, the the One Love concert that Ariana Grande put on. Uh, you were there, you were yeah, at the, oh. yeah, I went, and uh, and he was phenomenal, absolutely brilliant. What a great showman! So I thought, well, I might see them next time. What is? Can I ask you a question? Mm. What, so, what is, from an outsider? What is the yeah. B? What is this B that's going around? Oh, Manchester? the Manchester B. Yeah, what yeah. Is it? Uh, well, it, I think it comes from, um, and I'm sure uh, listeners will correct me if I'm wrong, <clears throat> but it, it's a it's a, a symbol that I think's been part of the city for 100, 150 years. Uh, the, the Industrial Revolution, when when Manchester was like the the hive of a, a, you know of the, the Industrial Revolution, and the, it sort of symbolises the worker bee, I think, and that that sort of okay. you know that uh, can-do attitude. Uh, but uh, I always remember seeing it growing up. You know, it was on. You know, it was on bins and it was on. Uh, it was on uh, phone boxes in the town hall and stuff. But it's only. It only seems to be quite recently they've really gone for it. Yeah, it's um, it's very I mean, popular now. In, in a big way recently, but even over the last sort of decade or so, 10, 10, 15 years. Yeah, so okay, okay. the worker bee of Manchester. But it's great. My parents have got tattoos and. Uh, of the bee now and uh, Wait, you both of your parents gone both of them yeah there was it was it went crazy in in, in manchester it was real, where did you get where did support. your parents get their tattoos of it on the... a tattoo place in uh stop no, I mean, oh, I... you know. <laughs> <laughs> on their bodies, on their bodies. Um, forehead <laughs> yes both of them uh left eyebrows um no they've gone um uh, just on the wrist, I think, or sort of on the forearms. They've gone for so, wow. uh, yeah. Dad's got a few anyway, so it's sort of okay. added to his. But um, and but uh, yeah, no, it was 
it was amazing, actually. It was a phenomenal uh, thing that they did. I don't know how much money they raised in the end, but there was queues around the blocks, and it was uh, uh, people never even thought about it. It was a real show of solidarity. It was fabulous. Well, I was driving from Durham back to the airport, uh, to, to Luton, uh, mm. right after my gig, and yeah. uh, even just driving in your car by yourself, it was really moving. You yeah, know? it was I a can't great imagine concert. being there. Well, I had a very odd situation that happened last week at a a charity gig. Um, so I was doing this charity gig in London and uh, for the uh, Variety Club for Children. It was like a children's charity. And uh, it's a lovely charity, really nice. And they had on, so I was doing a stand-up. Uh, Gabby Roslin, I think, was was, one, was the host. And they had a band on uh, called Procol Harum, right, who you probably don't know, but they were huge in the 60s. Um, White as Shade of Pale and lots of, lots of hits like that. Anyway... Um, there was this weird conversation. So the guy come over and uh, so I'm, you know, I'm bearded. I'm sort of in my suit. I'm ready to go. And he said, um, he said, oh, he's chatting to me and stuff. And he said, um, he said, oh, you were at the, the Manchester concert uh, last week. And I said, yeah, I was. Yeah, because I went with the kids and stuff like that. And he said, I f- he said, I thought you were brilliant. And I went, what? <laughs> like, there was a moment where I was like, I mean, I was controlling five children at a concert. <laughs> I mean, I was pretty brilliant at it. Yeah, it's like I pretty got, observational. Like, I got hot dogs, <laughs> and they were the right sauce on one, onions on another. Like, I was amazing. But I was like, how, did, how would he have seen that? But it was, like, loud in this club, in this in this thing, and I was thinking, what is he on about? And uh, and he said, um, he said, oh, are you, are, you, um, are you performing tonight? And I said, yeah, 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 it's just, you know, some, some jokes. And he went, oh, you do jokes as well? And I'm like, <laughs> that's what I do mostly. Like... And, but obviously, like I, like I do sing, like I do, you know, I, I do uh, sing as well. So I'm thinking, what, what's he? And he said, oh, I thought it was great. I thought it was trying to work. I was really trying to work out what had gone on. And then I, he, he went, I just, he went, I just thought you. He was quite an older fella. I can't remember which one of Procol Harum it was, unfortunately. And uh, he said, I just thought you were so brave, actually, just you know, opening the concert up like that. Uh, and I was like, I think he, he's thinking of Mark Marcus Mumford from Mumford and Sons. <laughs> And you know the weirdest thing was? I didn't even put him right. I just totally, I totally left it. I totally left it uh, as, right, thank you very much. Just, it was more awkward to, uh, to, to, to correct him. I thought, yeah. you know, I'll never see this guy again. And why ruin his day? You might as well I fine. Him. Hey, look, he's met a legend. I'm happy to be that legend. <laughs> Jason. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning. My guest this morning is Paul Meyerhug, and we are, uh, oh, we're hilarious. Aren't we great? Oh, we're so funny together. I think we should go on tour. <laughs> That's what people are saying on the on the messages. Yeah? Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. No, they're not. Mumford um, and Sons. I could be Sons. Yes, you could. Although, my, fa- my favourite thing, <laughs> this is, it went slightly dark off air, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about it anyway, because I thought it was funny, was... Um, after that last story of when uh, Procol Harum uh, <laughs> <laughs> asked me if I was uh, Marcus Mumford from Mumford and Sons, I did wonder why Paul was like. I realised he didn't know the band Procol Harum. It was quite a specific band to know. He was looking. He was looking worried for me. You know? And then yeah, when, I turned white. Because, yeah, yeah. I thought you said Boko Harum. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like, why are you talking about meeting Boko Harum? <laughs> the African terrorists. <laughs> Yeah, no, I would have been. I, I thought, why is he looks so worried? And they're just me having a chat at a charity gig. With, yeah, they do children. a bit. Yeah, they do, yeah they do a bit. They do a bit on the side. Not everyone's all bad. 
No. You know what I mean? They do a bit on the side as well. They're clean, cleaning up their rep right now. Yes, exactly. We've got a new PR guy. <laughs> And he's uh, he's trying to fix that. That was amazing. That was amazing. I couldn't believe how straight faced you were too. Like anyway, yeah, having a nice chat with Boko Harem. Not bad. Going pretty well. Unbelievable. <laughs> Crikey, Riley. Right, let's move on before we get in trouble. Uh, <laughs> who we got? Hi, Jace. Uh, go, I've gone fishing because it's Father's Day. Is for what dads want to do. That's a nice thing to do, isn't it? Off he's gone fishing. I mean, I'm not really into fishing. You... Yeah, I don't think every dad. I think that, that that's an assumption, right? <laughs> yeah, not every dad. Are you are you a fisherman? Do you like? I've, I caught a fish once. Yeah. So I, I don't know if that makes me a fisherman. I think but... that sounds like you're in the top 10% of all fishermen. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think most of them don't catch anything ever, so you've done very well. Done very well there. Uh, who else is up? Uh, Les in uh, sunny West Wales says, um, I mean, this message come in at seven minutes past eight. Listen to this legend. Why am I up, Jace? Well, it's a gorgeous morning and I've been in my hot tub since 7am. What? A hot tub for an, over an hour. It's not hot enough for you. Uh, it's roasting. Yeah. Do you mean you're just in the tub? That's unbelievable. Uh, where I'm currently listening to you. I don't know where this message is going. It's gone a bit seedy for my liking. Uh, but I know no one else is up, so I'll just have to go and make myself another coffee. That's that's what he's doing there. With his, I think, I've got a feeling that his hot tub's new. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only reason you're getting up at 7 o'clock on a Sunday. I'm getting in the hot tub to make it worth it. In the hottest day in UK history, in your hot tub. There's, that hot tub's definitely new. Yeah. yeah. He's not thought that through at all. Definitely. Not having that. Uh, morning, Jason. Painting offices. Only me in the building with you for company. Keep, keep up the good tunes. I will. I have no choice in the matter. Uh, Tom's up, uh, giving a shout out to his dad. My dad, Ian Bingham, is a legend as he completed a bike ride uh, from uh, Bodium to Paris yesterday. Not bad for a 52-year-old with severe sunburn. Fair play, Ian. Fair play. Very nice. Good work, I presume, for, uh, I presume for, for, for charity. He's not mentioned it. Maybe he didn't. Maybe just went out and got lost. We don't know what, what we don't know the ins and outs of that. But fair play to you anyway. Um, what's is is there is there your dad is the if obviously he's not listening. He's in Canada, but uh, well, maybe maybe after he was on the show last time, he's a big fan now. Yeah, yeah, he could. Um, is it what what in your mind when you think of him uh, as legendary? Is there a moment in your life that you think he was an absolute legend? Yeah, for sure. Because uh, we uh, we had a hockey tournament in mm. Yellowknife, which I don't know if you know Canada, but the Northwest Territories is right. Right underneath the Arctic Circle, right, and Yellowknife is basically the the biggest community, the far north as you can wow. go as possible. What a great and, name, yeah, Yellowknife. It's a really Yellow cool Knife. town, yeah. And if they have uh, the houses on sticks because there's permafrost, they can't. The house can't actually oh, wow. touch the ground. Wow. Yeah, it's an amazing community, but it's a long drive. You, you mm. can imagine a really mm. long drive. And my dad uh, worked for an airline, and he um, he got the whole hockey team and their parents uh, free airfare. <gasps> Wow. And that would be the biggest legend moment. It was even on the radio. Yes. It was on national radio. This airline executive got a flight for the hockey team and stuff. And Amazing. I, thought, I was like, my dad's the coolest guy yeah. in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that really sticks up. Wow. I bet he's not. I bet he didn't pay for a beer for a long time. No, he was pretty, yeah, yeah. He was pretty popular <laughs> after that. Yeah. Amazing. Right. Well, if your dad is a legend, we want to hear about it. 8 12 15 on the text. Or you can always come on air and uh, give him a shout out as well. O double three O one two three. 12.15 Sunday mornings 8-11 Jason Manford on Absolute Radio Where real music matters Paul Meyerhog is my guest this morning Good morning Looking chipper and awake uh, Unlike the British comics that I get on the show no, yeah, there. Yeah. I, I got up early. I, were, I even I, I made it down for breakfast at the at the hotel. Wow. Yeah, I'm. I'm I is, am bragging. That's that, a big feat that, for me. That is impressive. <laughs> a lot of the a lot of the British comics look at me like, 
I agreed to this in the middle of the day. Like, <laughs> on a Wednesday at four o'clock, I forgot what well, Sundays are like. I am impressed because you, like, I, you, I mean, you work Friday, so you were mm. uh, on 8 a.m. I was thinking about that when I was walking over here. This mm. is a weekly thing for you. Mm. So that- Every week. I mean that's insane. They just—they literally can't get rid of me. I—I I, I do it one time a year. I was—I was on this your program last year. The exact you're, same. You're weekend, the Father's Day guy. And I bragged about it all all year. Yeah. I did. I've done it once. <laughs> uh, we're talking Father's Day this morning. Uh, if you uh, want to give your dad a shout out, please do. Eight twelve fifteen on the text. There's a moment where you just think. Dad was a legend. That's what I want to hear this morning. Um, I love the moments for my dad who. Um, he has he has so many moments in in his life uh, that uh, that I use on stage and you know that just and people think people think oh your dad's so funny because I obviously tell them about all the funny things that my dad does and what they forget is I filtered out a lot of the rubbish <laughs> like you're only getting the gold do you know what I mean I've got I've got to go through it all uh, so you just hear the good stuff um, but one of my favourite things that happened once was. Um, he never go. He never. He was not into going abroad, going on holiday and stuff like that. It's not his thing. But we went on holiday about eight or nine years ago, and we're going through um, the security at uh, Manchester Airport. And it was the first sort of time where they where they had the big machines that you you know you sort of have to put your hands up like you're you're being uh, someone's holding a gun to you. You know you got to hold up, and they take like a naked outline of uh, an outline of your naked body to check you've got nothing on you and that sort of stuff. Anyway, we've never, never seen it before, never seen it before. And uh, and the guys were all explaining it and all that sort of stuff. And then my dad was like, it was amazing. Man, he was really, really impressed. It wasn't just a metal detector. It was like, and they let us look at the picture and stuff like that. They were like, oh, yeah, no, have a look at it. And my dad was like, oh, gobsmacked. He couldn't believe it. We're walking through the airport and my dad suddenly, like I just saw like this idea occur to him. He went, oh, my, I've got it. I've, I've, got, I've got a brilliant idea. I said, what? what? He said, what they should do is those machines, they should replace them with uh, or or include them as like MRI scanners uh, like you get at the hospital. So that way, every time you go on holiday, you get like a free health check (laughs) and that will alleviate some of the strain on the NHS. He was genuinely like, like he was on Dragon's Den, like he was like pitching this amazing idea. And like after a while, we were like thinking about it, like, yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's that's actually not a terrible idea. And then I was like, but they're not medical staff like you know where's it where's it end you know at some point someone's going to go through one of those scanners and then the guy on the other end is going to look at the picture and he's going to be like um <clears throat> you just uh you just have a great holiday mate okay you have a really great holiday <laughs> You just enjoy yourself. You yeah. go on a banana boat if you want. Don't even worry about signing that release form. Just enjoy yourself. Every second. <laughs> so the moments that your dad was an absolute legend, 8, 12, 15, on the text, or give us a call, 0330 123 12 15, and uh, we can, uh, I would say we could ring your dad and tell him uh, that uh, he's a legend, but... I recall, uh, and someone just reminded me actually on on the text. Uh, I think Becky just messaged me. And she said last time, "Do you remember ringing people's dads up?" Um, and it was, <laughs> she says, uh, "Do you remember last year when you came up with the inspired idea of phoning people's dads dads up?" If you don't uh, remember, I'll remind you. It went terribly, <laughs> but it was super <laughs> funny. Yeah, I remember. She says, P- "Potato dad." There was a moment where I don't know. If, well, you must have been on the show. There was a moment where this girl was like, "You've got to ring for dad." He's got a really funny potato story. <laughs> we rang this guy, 
And he was first. He didn't know what she was on about. Second, he went, "Oh yeah," told her, and then told the most boring story. <laughs> and we were like, "Okay, well, you're just there. Maybe you just have to be there." Which is always the worst, the worst bit of any funny story. Maybe you just have to be there. Uh, Eight twelve fifteen on the text. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Matters. So we're asking this morning if you want to give your uh, dad a shout out. Tell us why he's a legend. Uh, some people have just, I mean, some people have not really. I mean, John Dalton. Someone says John Dalton, a legend every day. I love you. I mean, why though? He can't be a legend. No one's a legend every day. Even legends. Yeah, and we need proof. We need proof to figure. Uh, you know. Yeah, exactly. Even Iron Man had a day off. Not having that. He can't be a legend every day. <laughs> Uh, hello, Jason. Uh, I'd like a shout out. Shout out. <laughs> that was close. A shout out for my uh, <laughs> husband Simon. Who, just move on. Who is the most amazing stepdad to my two children, and I love him very much. That's from Jan. I always think st- the stepdad. I respect the stepdad a lot. I've oh, got to say, absolutely. When I hear of stepdads around the country, because like I love my children a lot. Of the, obviously, I love them all the time, but I love them a lot of the time because I have to. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I would do things because I have, I have to do those things. Yeah. Whereas the stepdad, he doesn't have to do a lot of no. that. It's like taking a reduced contract to, for a football team just because you want to win a championship. Yes. Stick around <laughs> yes. with your friend. Yeah, it's amazing. Because yeah. you quite fancy the chairman. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> that's, that's why. <laughs> yeah, I mean, crikey. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big one. It's a big job. It's I a fair a, place I was a stepdad for a couple of minutes. It was, it was interesting. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My favourite thing was... Uh, <laughs> The uh, I I like you. You're able to just lie to kids anytime you oh, want. Oh, it's great. Yeah, that's the fun because the my stepdaughter she uh she didn't like salmon, so mm. we we told her that it was dragon meat, and if she ate enough of it, she'd be able to breathe fire. Wow! And it worked. And she would check. She breathed after, fire. Yeah, after every bite, she would see. You know, she'd go. <laughs> oh, I see. It worked. That she could. <laughs> she ate salmon. I got you. I was like, it worked. <laughs> what? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Wow, that's that's a good one. Yeah, no, I've done that. Sometimes it backfires, though. Um, for example, uh, recently, um, I was uh, I, my my kids were in a like a play centre, and they were just chatting to these other kids, and uh, and my my daughter came over and she went, "Daddy," and I said, "Yeah." She went, and she was, I was just telling um, this girl, whatever she was called, I was just telling this girl Rosie um, about Brian, and I was like, "Oh right, but who's Brian?" She went, "You know, our big brother that you lost in John Lewis." I was like, oh, oh yeah, of course. I sort of made this thing up at Christmas. That, like it was in a sort of like, I did it as a sort of half joke, half like telling them off sort of, because uh, they were, um, I was with the, I was with four kids in a shopping centre, which is always a, a nightmare. And uh, I just told them that they had a big brother called Brian, who now lives in John Lewis, like, because I lost him. <laughs> Because um, he ran off from me, uh, and, and he lives in John Lewis, and you know, and actually, it's not a bad, it's not a bad way to live. When you actually walk around John Lewis, you're like, actually, it's pretty. There's a bed department. There's a lovely cafe. I mean, you could, you could, you could live there. It would be totally fine. So it's not cruelty. But I didn't realise, like five months on, she she's was like, she's like talking about Brian, like my <laughs> their big brother that I lost in John Lewis. And then those kids that she's telling her talking to yeah. their parents, yeah. and now your Manfred has lost. Yeah. Let's do. We'll do lies that you've told kids that backfired. That's what we want to hear. So eight twelve fifteen on the text. Lies that you told kids that backfired. Sunday mornings eight till eleven. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music.
Music Matters. Well, we're talking legendary dads, of course. Uh, we want to hear from you this morning on 8.12.15 on the text. If your dad is a legend, uh, please let us know. Uh, we've got one here that says, uh, My dad's a legend, he's battling cancer. Then he had a stroke. Crikey, Riley, but he's, he's beating them both. Come on. His name is Lenny the Leak. That's a good name. <laughs> That's amazing. Good name. I'm sure it's not a Christian name. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> Fair play. Good luck, Lenny. Uh, happy Father's Day to our dad, Glenn. Constant legend from Cat Meg, Sid and Vinny this morning. So, Love uh, the name Vinny. That's a great name. Vinny is a good name. In fact, all those names are good. Hmm. Cat, Meg, Sid and Vinny. They're good. Sid, yeah. Powerful family. That is a, they're good names. Mm-hmm. That's what you need, you see. Cat. Cat and Meg's weird, though, isn't it? I'm sure that used to be a kid's book. <laughs> Mega, no, it's Megan Mog. I'm getting mixed up. Uh, so, um, if you are up and about this morning, you want your dad to have a shout-out, then please uh, get in touch as well. And we're also talking... Um, we're talking about uh, lies that you've uh, that you've told kids uh, that that backfired, or maybe it's something that your parents told you. I don't know. Maybe, uh, but w- when they backfired badly, it happened to me. I was just saying it before the news. It happened to me recently, where I essentially I I told my kids this story about. Uh, them having an older brother called Brian, who I lost uh, in John Lewis uh, because he kept running away, and so I just left him. And now he lives there, and he's lived there for all his life. <laughs> um, and they, I didn't realise five months on that, that that had gone in as a real story, gone in as fact. Uh, when they were telling it to somebody else in a play centre. Uh, so that's what I want to hear from you this morning. Uh, Charlotte uh, uh, Brudel on uh, on Facebook said, uh, my mum and dad convinced me that haggis was a real animal, an actual animal. Um, I wrote a report about it for school. Uh, <laughs> they said it had two long legs on one side and two short on the other, uh, so it could make it easier running up and down hills on the mountains. <laughs> uh, also had... Uh, a tartan-like coat. I was about eight or nine, uh, but was still embarrassed as my teacher handed me back my homework laughing. <laughs> my dad used to do that as well, but with black pudding. Do you know black pudding? You know black pudding on an yeah, yeah. English breakfast? Yeah, black pudding was a... This is a bit weird, actually, right? So, well, it's not weird. The story originally was this, and I did it in one of my first stand-up uh, specials, which was, um, I used to say, my lies that my dad told. One of them was um, that black pudding was an animal, and occasionally we'd go black pudding hunting. Um, in the garden. Our garden was always really overgrown. Um, Dad never mowed it. <laughs> and, uh, he told the council when they came to complain once that it was a butterfly garden uh, and, he was, and he was keeping it for, like that for the butterflies. <laughs> and uh, He's like, well, you get rid of it if you want, mate, but I'm not mowing it. That's for the, I love butterflies. That's what it's for. And, um, and so, uh, but he, he used to send us out into the garden um, with little net, we had these little nets, these fishing nets, um, and a stick, and we'd have to go uh, hunt for black puddings. <laughs> and we'd be out there for 20, 30 minutes um, <laughs> looking for, for black puddings. It's amazing. I know. Just for a little vacation for him. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Music matters. Joined this morning by Paul Mayhog. Um, do you know Hovis? No. The, the, the bread people? No, the no. The bread no. legends, should we say? They're legends? In yeah, the yeah they sponsor this show. They must be. Well, we're a little bit behind in Canada. We're, yeah. We're still on Western. <laughs> well, these, these, are the, these are the top dogs when it comes to bread, let me tell you that. And I'm not just saying that because they sponsor the show. I thought that before. So. 
whatever anyone thinks, I've always thought it. Uh, right now, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm giving you a chance to win £500. Um, all thanks to the lovely people at Hovis Wholemeal in a game that uh, it says here that we've cleverly called... I didn't say I didn't call it this. I, I, if it was up to me, I'd just say, ring me now and I'll give you 500 quid. But we've got to do a game. Uh, the breadwinner. It's called, it's called the breadwinner. See what they've done there? Because bread and then you win. Classy. Very clever. Hovis have 130 years of baking expertise, making it a great addition to your breakfast. That's my opinion, by the way. I didn't read that. I just, I, I, I think that. And now they want to make your weekend even better by giving away a load of cash. Uh, the rules are simple. Uh, we've got three questions here. I've got them right in front of me. They're not difficult, I promise, uh, but they are based on stuff that's happened in the last week. Uh, for each question you get right, you win more cash or dough. That's it, that's it. Yeah, we're going to carry on with that. <laughs> okay, one question right wins you £100. Two questions right, £250. Three questions right, £500. Now, if you don't answer all three correct, uh, if you're not happy with the cash you've accrued, if you've only won 100 or 250 uh, over the three questions, you have one last final chance for the full £500 by tossing the toast. That's right, Paul. We've got some toast here. I'll explain more about that uh, twist when we play. Uh, so, for your chance to win up to £500 to spend on a great family day out, just call now. 033-123-1215. You have until 920 uh, to enter, so you've got like three minutes, three three and a bit minutes to give us a call. So uh, do it now. That's uh, the point. We'll pick someone at random to come on and play the breadwinner. Terms and conditions are at absoluteradio.co.uk. Again, opinion. Uh, we'll play... <laughs> producer's looking at me like, can you take it seriously, Jase? Uh, <laughs> we'll play shortly. Good luck. And hope you win £500. Uh, should we play a song? Uh, should we do some ads? Let's do some ads, okay. Uh, as if that Because that wasn't an ad. No, that, that, was, was, that was your personal opinion. Op- all opinion. Not crusty at all. Mm. Mm, I fancy some toast myself. <laughs> the Breadwinner on Absolute Radio with Hovis Wholemeal. That's right, it's time for The Breadwinner with Hovis. Uh, so if uh, don't ring now because uh, we have our caller on. Uh, it's all thanks to Hovis Wholemeal. I'm about to give away £500. Um which, uh, which obviously we say here, to put towards uh, you know a great family day out and stuff. That's what we're aiming for. Um, but actually, it's, do you want? <laughs> do you want with it? Uh, we've um, we pick somebody at random, and they're ready to play the breadwinner, uh, Barry from Cardiff. Good morning, Barry. Good morning, Jason. How are you doing, pal? I'm alright, thank you. Are you alright? I'm really well, thanks. What's your favourite bread, Baz? Ovis. Hovis, isn't it? Yeah, me too. That's worked out. Always. Always. Uh, always. <laughs> always. Even before this, even before they were about to give you 500 quid, though, you not you don't like yeah, them just because they're going to give you money. We don't do that cheap bread in our house. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Worth it. Worth it. Fair play to you, Barry. <laughs> uh, so, uh, based on what's happened over the past week, I've got three questions for you. And uh, the more All you right. get right, the more cash you win. Are you are you quite well up on, on current affairs and, and the news? We'll, we'll find, we're about to find out, aren't we? We'll find out. What do you do for a living, Baz? I'm a taxi driver. Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've got the radio on all day. Yeah. Yeah. The radio all you day. Turn the car you've, got all opin- day. you've got opinions on stuff you don't really know about. I mean, yeah. this is perfect for you. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Here we go. Okay. So, for the first question, 
for £100, right? The second question will get you 250 The three questions, all right, will win you £500. Now, if you're not happy uh, with the money you've won come the end of the quiz, you can toss the toast, OK? I've got a buttered piece of delicious toasted Hovis wholemeal bread right here. Uh, if you can predict whether it's going to land butter side up or butter side down, you will win the full 500. So if you've only won the 100 or the 250, you fancy gambling, then you can Have you sorted the rules the out this week? Do you lose what you've already won? Right, Barry. <laughs> can you get that wrong? Barry. We can all, we can all pick holes in this <laughs> radio show, OK? I was funny last week. I'm glad you thought so, Barry. There was a lot of questions and answers being asked on a Monday morning. But essentially, last week, yes, Barry, well pointed out for everybody who didn't hear it, uh, there was a mix-up with the competition where I just gave her the money anyway. Sony Award incoming. That won't be happening this week, Barry, uh, for two reasons. One, because we now know the rules. And secondly, you're a bit of a smart-ass. So... I said it was good radio, it was good radio. <laughs> I'm only joking, Baz. Here we go. So here we go. Here's the three questions. Are you ready, Baz? I am. Please get it right, because I don't want to be... I don't want to do this mix-up with the toast thing again. <laughs> right. First question. Barry. Yes. Which rock and roll star was added to the Glastonbury lineup earlier this week? There's a choice of three. Was it Damon Albarn, Liam Gallagher, or Mike Flowers? Liam Gallagher. It was Liam Gallagher, 100 quid, bang. I thought he was going to say Jeremy Corbyn then. That's, all, that's, that's the only thing I've heard in the news. Jeremy Corbyn's doing I'm thinking, what's he doing at Glastonbury? A couple of numbers. Uh, Tom, Hall, Tom Holland uh, is the latest actor to play the role for £250 of which superhero? Tom Holland, is he playing A, Spider-Man, B, SpongeBob SquarePants, or C, Banana Man? Spider-Man. For £250. You sounded nervous there. Not sure. Tom Holland. Son of, uh, Dominic Holland, actually, who's a comedian, weirdly enough. Uh, uh, Tom Holland will be playing Spider-Man. That's £250. OK, this is working out. This is working out. And what are you going to spend the money on if you get the full 500 Barry? Well, actually, we, we are planning a day out to oh, a uh, safari park. Take my niece somewhere, so... Oh mate, you yeah. are you, you're a, you're a dream. You're a dream. You're answering all the right questions, even the ones that are not official. <laughs> Genuinely, oh. hand on heart, that's what we've planned oh, on doing. That's what we've planned <laughs> Good man, good man. Okay, for the five hundred pound though, so you can go on this lovely day out with Hobus Wholemeal. Radiohead had a special album turn twenty this week. I can't believe it's twenty years old. Unbelievable. What was it? Was it a OK Computer? B, The Benz, or C, A-Kid? OK Computer. You reckon it's OK Computer? I try as a guess. I, a I'm a massive fan of Radiohead. All right, well, you should be, because they've just won you £500, Barry! Yay! Get in there, thank oh. you. What a result. It meant we didn't have to toss the toast. There was no confusion. Do you want to do it anyway? <laughs> Should we do it anyway? Hey, we can do it for fun. Should we do it for fun? Let's uh, let's let's toss toast on the radio. What do you reckon then? What would you what would you have gone, Barry? Would you have butter gone butter side, side up, up or down? Would you have gone up? up. Oh, interesting. Up, yeah. Okay, we're gonna do it anyway. Yeah. 
Whoa, it's tense. Okay, Barry, tense. here we go. And I, I give it a good throw, and I, I give it yeah. a good spin. And it's sunk in with the butter. So let's know? see. Let's see what would have happened. Here we go. One, two, three. Toss the toast. Here we go. It was butter side up. You are... Barry. It's just a morning of win for you. Win, win, win. I know. i got to go buy a lottery ticket. Mate, I tell you, you are winning <laughs> life today. Good man. Thanks for ringing in, Barry. Thank you very much, Jason. God bless Enjoy you. Father's Day. Thank you. Take care, pal. See you soon. Bye. There we go. Bread winner on Absolute Radio. I've got a feeling I've, that's the new chase. I think that might. I think we're off. Where that's going to be a winner. That's exciting and it was smooth. Well, it was smooth. I don't even remember last week. Eight, <laughs> eight, twelve, fifteen is the text. If you want to uh, join in on any of the topics we're talking about this morning, uh, always lovely to hear from you. Early on, we were talking about uh, lies that have uh, come back to haunt you. So lies that you've told kids in a sort of like maybe in a joke or maybe in a, a telling off or a warning. Uh, so let us know if uh, any of those um, you want to talk about any of those. And of course, if you want to give a shout out to your dad, we're, we're more than happy to listen to those as well. Uh, Clark said, uh, he said, when my son asked me where babies came from, um, at the, at the at the time um there was a there was a brother on the way uh, in the mummy's tummy there and uh, so they were told um that uh, there was just a kiss there was a kiss and uh, that's that's what happened um thought it was quite a simple explanation at the time until he burst out crying and said i think my girlfriend at school might be pregnant <laughs> Kelly Lawrence says, uh, my husband uh, took, told my eldest daughter that chickpeas grow on chickens. They just pick them off so they can grow, grow some more. That's weird. Uh, Laura Hicks, uh, this, I like this one. My husband, who doesn't understand quite how vivid our son's imagination is, stole my four-year-old's nose, then pretended to grind it up in a mortar and pestle and drink it. I mean... <laughs> I mean, I've done the old, like, oh, I've got your nose. I've even eaten it. Don't get me wrong. I've been, oh, oh, gulp, you know, I've gone for it. And then, in a mortar, I mean, grinding it up. It's a little nightmare on Elm Street. And then drinking it. <laughs> Crikey, I don't think it's your, I don't think it's your son who's got a vivid imagination. Uh, my son was distraught. He put his hands up over his nose and demanded his nose back. When my husband said it was gone, he burst into tears. That's unbelievable. That's harsh. That is harsh. And Emily Spencer says, My mum used to tell me that I couldn't take balloons back home with me after parties in the car because they'd pop in the car. She said it was something to do with the air pressure being too high. It was only six years ago I figured out that that isn't real. <laughs> That's the thing. Sometimes you take those lies right into adulthood. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 8, 12, 15 on the text this morning. Uh, lies that have uh, backfired. Uh, maybe that you've told the kids or, or maybe something that told you that you took right into... Uh, into adulthood. Have you had anything like that that you've taken into adulthood? Well, yeah, we were just talking about uh, your your pudding story and uh, and my whole world collapsed because I, cause I started thinking about, well, when, when did my dad make space for himself and my mom? And then uh, he mm-hmm. used to tell me that uh, to go downstairs and check if he was there. He used to say, son, <laughs> run downstairs, have a look. And, that, and I'd be like, okay. And he's like, you got to look really hard. You got to check in every room. Spend some time down there. And I'm such, I'm such a moron. I would shout back upstairs like, I don't think you're down here, Dad. He's like, keep on looking. <laughs> like, 
I think that's when he was making time. Wow. And I shuddered as soon as I was like, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, of course. I know. It's a, it's a moment, isn't it? You yeah. go, oh, that, he wasn't just reading. No, no. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> We're ruining a lot of people's Father's Day this morning. <laughs> uh, 8, 12, 15 on the text. Or oh, if you want to come on and have a chat like uh, Barry just talked to us, and if you want to talk to us, 030 123 12 15. Where real music matters. We, we're, we're, we're pretty starstruck this morning. We just got a little uh, tweet. Yeah. From, uh, well, from a Canadian. Jo- yeah, Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, Georgia. And you were like, because you, you sort of newish on the on the Twitter scene. You were like, oh, look, I'm getting a lot of yeah. a lot of love this morning off the listeners. Yeah, because I'm new to Twitter, I, 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 but I, I think it's hilarious that you'll I'll never have more followers than a hot girl. No, no, no. Don't even try. No, don't even try. And you are a hot girl. I, which is weird. <laughs> it's weird. Um, and yeah, and and this and this lady just messaged you. Yeah, jo- Georgia Smith, I think is. Yeah, her name. and she was really complimentary, saying how nice it was to hear a Canadian accent on the show, which is cool. And so then I you clicked on her. You clicked on her. Have a look at her. Yeah, hot. <laughs> yeah, but that's not the bit that, we're, that I'm interested in. What, what about uh, what, what's, what's it in her bio? What does she say? Look, she's the daughter of the British bulldog. The British Maybe. Bulldog. Which is amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I feel like genuinely starstruck this morning. Yeah, I'm excited. And, and Davy Boy of... Smith from right here in Lancashire. Yeah. The, the like, I think like the first Brit- British uh, wrestler to make it massive in the, in, well, the WWF as it was back then. I was a huge fan. Him and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh, Remember yeah. Hacksaw? It was great. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oh. Jake the Snake Roberts. Do you remember oh, them? The yeah. Bushwhackers? The Bushwhackers. Ravishing rem- Rick Rude. Legion of Doom. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why I remember all these. They're all just coming back into my mind. That was amazing. The and Undertaker she- was still, I think, is he still wrestling, The Undertaker? He's got to be, I think, right? Is, I- it the, is it the same guy or is he like the Drifters? Do they like put a new guy in just to <laughs> just suit every... Going. <laughs> just every 10 years or whatever. That's just, why he wears his hat so long. Yeah, long just replace the guy. <laughs> Wow. But how cool. And it says she's a member of the Hart family, which now I take back all those comments about her being hot. I don't want to get the figure four leg lock next time I'm in <laughs> You don't want to be getting walked down the street. It's just a clothesline from a, <laughs> one of her uncles. <laughs> yeah, that's a, Twitching on the sidewalk. Yeah. You know, What'd you say about Georgia? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tap out. Tap out. Jason said it too. I didn't say anything, mate. I, I was interested in uh, her, the biog, actually. <laughs> I think you'll find if you listen back to it on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I love a claim to fame like that. Wow, that's uh, yeah. What a, what an interesting uh, gal. Yeah, Heart yeah. Foundation. There you are. Look at that. Uh, so uh, eight twelve fifteen uh, is the text this morning. If you want to uh, join in, if you want us to say uh, a, 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 like a hello to your uh, dad, for example, uh, Linda says, "My dad, John Bomer. Uh, please give him a mention this morning. He's an amazing dad and granddad. He's uh, a young seventy six year old, uh, always there for all of us whenever we need him. He loves helping out with anything." And that's, I love the fact that that's a positive in your family, because in our family, I'm like, uh, all right, all right, you do it then. Um, today, he will be pottering in the garden instead of fishing, which he does daily. So tell him that we love it very much. So, you know, it can be, it can be absolutely anything. I'm more than happy to uh, give your dads a shout out. We're actually being genuine for once on this show, <laughs> rather than taking it, making out of absolutely everything. 
Uh, Abby says, hi, Jason. When I was younger, uh, my mum told me that if I looked into the microwave, microwave when it was on, I would go blind. That's a lie I carried into my adulthood until someone at university told me it was not God, true. I did the same. That's one I just... That's exactly that another thing. Absolutely, for it's sure. It's like the Matrix to you, this show, isn't it? It's just all like, <laughs> what the hell's going on anymore? Jason Manford. Pull my hug as my guest this morning. Will your dad be up yet? Is he still? What time will it Let's be? Let's see, what time? Oh, no, 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 no. Well, I think it's still, what, 4 a.m. or something <sighs> like that. I love talking to your dad last time. That's We could I'm, give him a shout. To be honest, it was the only reason I invited you back on the show. I just <laughs> For Gordon? I just love oh, that Gordon. guy. He's a good guy. Really <laughs> uh, good. We've got some of the shout-outs for... Uh, for dads this morning, uh, what we've got, we've got, uh, can I wish, uh, can you wish my husband a happy Father's Day? He's outside picking up dog poo and cleaning the grass. It's artificial grass. Uh, so, uh, so our daughter, Meredith. It was like she was taking away a little bit of, if it was real grass, it would have been more important. <laughs> <laughs> Do this bit for society. Meredith uh, can get her paddling pool out today. Uh, the downside to Father's Day is uh, actually having kids. <laughs> That's what you're saying. <laughs> All is not lost, though. I'm making him a fry-up. Uh, loving the show this morning. Uh, not mention the dad's name or her name. So I did me. <laughs> but if you are out there and you're on artificial turf and you clean dog poo up to put a paddling pool on, you've got a daughter called Meredith, that shout-out was for you. Yeah, and you're about to have a fry-up. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, the paddling pool. I've got to be careful with the paddling pool. What thing. is it? I don't know. That's a British term. I don't know what a paddling pool is. What is that? It's just like a little pool that you're paddling. Oh, a kiddie pool. Is that what you call them? Actually, now that that's a little bit creepy, actually. <laughs> That sounds like you're betting on kids. Um, I think uh, the paddling pool is is a universal thing. I think we've all got them. It's like a little mm-hmm. pool. You put it in the garden. You fill it up with usually freezing cold water, unless because <laughs> that's all you've got. Or unless you're like okay, and then you like boil like twenty five kettles just to take the chill off. That's um, a good dad. If you're doing that, that's an amazing. Yeah, that dad. happens a lot. Uh, we've got this thing in our. We've got the slide thing in our. Which is, I say slide. It's like a, a long piece of plastic that has water coming into it, and you and you can put a bit of. Well, I had the idea last year. I put a bit of. I put a bit of fairy liquid on, a bit of soap oh, on it yeah. to make it really fly down, um, and it worked for ages until my daughter went down it about 120 miles an hour um, with soap in her eyes into the shed. <laughs> Not a good, not a good moment. You grassed her up. I can't. Yes, I did grass her up. That's a good, that's a, a good phrase, but it's not not used incorrectly. <laughs> I'm learning today. You are learning a lot of British phrases. Yeah, yeah grassing is like telling tales. Of, like if I grass somebody up, it would be like if I told tales on someone or okay, you know, okay. like I reported them for something. Or I, I gotcha. grassed them up. I grassed them up. I grassed somebody up recently. Um, I'll tell you, we can, we've got enough time to tell this story, have we? We've got enough time for this story? Two minutes, that's fine, I've got enough time for this story. Um, I, was at the Man- I was at Manchester Airport, you've used the airport a lot, Love it's it. a busy airport. Mm-hmm. I'm in there and uh, it's dead busy in the, in the security and, and we're, we're all putting our bags through, normal, doing normal things, all the things we do to get on an aeroplane. And for whatever reason, in this particular queue, a lot of the stuff is going over to the security side to be checked, bags checked. There's only like two members of staff they're like, you know, it's tough work for them and we're all waiting, like looking at the time. Are we going to make it? Everyone's in the same boat or plane, for example, right? We're all stuck there. And my, my rucksack's right at the end and I'm like, oh, what's in there? What are you thinking? What have I left in yeah. there? What's a, You know, I knew it wasn't even me who packed it, even though I, I lied when they were like, did you pack your own bag? I'm like, yeah, I did, yeah. But every bloke who's got a missus is a liar if he says he packed his own bags because there's no way he did. And... Um, Anyway, we're all waiting for it. And this business guy, suit with his trainers, because he's commuting, 
leans over the glass divide, grabs his bag, off he goes to get his aer- his aeroplane. Unbelievable. And I'm like, I- I'm looking around thinking, is no one going to stop him? <laughs> Surely that is a breach of security, like a huge breach of security. But that wasn't even my concern. It wasn't even my concern that he might be some sort of terrorist. My, co- my concern was he just pushed in. Yeah, he's button. <laughs> he's totally pushed in. So I grasped him up. That's what I did. I grasped him up to security. And they were like, you thank told you. On him? I did. I totally told on him. And, and that was my right to do so. And uh, afterwards, they were like, thank you very much, sir. That was very important that you said that you should always report things that are suspicious. I'm like, you just pushed in, mate. He <laughs> <laughs> just pushed in. But no, I agree. You're right. Uh, cheeky, 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 cheeky. Yeah. Cheeky strangers. That's what we're going to do. 8, 12, 15 on the text. Cheekiest thing you've ever seen a stranger do. Music matters. We've ventured into, uh, well, grassing people up, which is a phrase you've never heard before. No, and I'm loving it. It's good, isn't it? Grassing someone up. Yeah, you're going to take that home? Or you? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you can say, you can say he's grassy too, right? No. He's, no, it doesn't, grass. really, doesn't really work. He's a bit grass. He's, no. No? Not really. How do you say it? Um, like how I just said it. No, but ago. if he's a snake, he's a bit snaky. What can you say? He's a grass. He's a grass. Yeah. He's a grass. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not a bit grassy. Oh, okay. I'll <laughs> be different. <laughs> Doesn't work. Doesn't work. But how would you know? I'm laughing. Like, how would you know? You've no. just heard this phrase. I've just, uh, I've You're playing with it. a bit ropey. And I'm and doing that typical British thing where I'm like, <laughs> these <laughs> people. <laughs> they don't, don't understand phrases they've just heard. <laughs> that they've never heard before. <laughs> yeah, he's a grass. You grass somebody up. Okay, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, telling tales or just being a good person. I mean, I don't think I don't think telling tales is a bad thing. If you know, generally, I think you're supposed to. You're supposed to. It's fun. That's what. Well, it's not fun, is it? But it's, <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> I think if you're getting enjoyment out of it, that's when you're a grass. <laughs> So we'll talk about we'll 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 talk about two things over the next uh, fifty minutes. We'll either say you had to grass up a stranger. Okay. We, we love we'd lo- I'd love to hear about that. Eight twelve fifteen on the set. You had to grass somebody up after like what I did at the Manchester airport when I told security that some guy had just taken his bag from the secure side before it had been looked at, and they went and got him. I didn't tell you this bit. Huh. I was still waiting. That's how long the queue was. I was still waiting. To- They'd gone and got the guy. They were like, what does he look like? I went, he was bald. He was in a suit, but he had trainers on. I'd never forget that. <laughs> and they went, all right, we'll go and get him. So they went and got him. They brought him back to um, to the security bit. And um, there was a bit, I think there's a, because I'm not police or security or, or, but when you get confirmation from someone in a uniform, you, it makes you feel grown up, doesn't it? Of course, yeah. And the guy, as I walked past, the guy sort of looked at me and smiled and nodded. And I, I, I mouthed back, that's the <laughs> that's, the, that's the one. Yeah, as I went well past. Yeah, I don't know if he's. I don't know if he saw me do it. But yeah, just, that was know. my next question. Well, do I don't think, think. No, I think I got away with it until I've talked about it on the radio. Because that'd be awkward. Because if he would have and known you were the grasser. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just been, been grassed up by Jason Manford off Absolute Radio. <laughs> uh, so two things we're talking about. Have you ever had to grass up a stranger? Right, that's what we want to hear about. Keep it light. Uh, <laughs> let's not go. Let's not go dark on this. And uh, and the cheekiest thing you've ever seen a stranger do. So I saw this stranger grab his security bag before it even got checked. Um, Greg uh, Craig Gailey said, uh, "I'll never forget the day when I was driving to work, sat in rush hour traffic, and a woman in the car next to me was driving, having a bowl of cereal, spoon, and everything." 
That is cheeky. That's cheeky. That is a cheeky stranger. Uh, Dawn Stiff says, uh, just been to a barbecue where the host decided to strip off and wear just his apron halfway through cooking. Then came out the burgers and the sausages, uh, put them on the table, turned round, gross. It was his 80th birthday. The cheekiest thing he's ever seen a stranger do. Uh, Joanne Diamond was in Morrison's and put a pound in the trolley. As As I let go of it, for one moment, some little old lady just come in, took it off her. Took it off her, tootled off. <laughs> Amazing. You can't say anything to her. She's old. When you're old, though, I think that's what old people do. I think they do that. Mm-hmm. I think they think, well, I think you must get to 80 and just think, oh, what have I not done? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You go, I've never nicked a trolley. Right, that's my day. That's I think as a society, we should let them do whatever I they think want. So. Especially, yeah, the, if you're the, 100, you, there's no laws. A, yes, you should just get a full day off laws. <laughs> You're, that's what that's what it says for the letter from the Queen should say. Congratulations for reaching hundred. For one day only, no laws apply to you. Do what you want. It's beautiful. Enjoy. It's like the purge, but like with just really old people. <laughs> really slow purge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They only actually get to do one crime because it takes them so long. <laughs> uh, Eight twelve fifteen is the text this morning. So, have you ever grasped up a stranger? And what is the cheekiest thing you've ever seen a stranger do? Jason Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. Danielle Steele says, uh, I was serving a woman at my till. Uh, one of the store phones, uh, which was near me, starts to ring. I, of course, ignored it because I'm uh, serving uh, this lady. Then her friend says, shall I get it? I thought she was joking, so I smiled. But she picked up the phone. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Who's that? <laughs> Held it out to me, smiling at her face, <laughs> to her ear. What on earth is going on? I've I've often thought about answering the phone in a shop, though. You know, it's just going off. I think it's great. There's a moment where yeah, I think yeah. I could do that. Yeah. Totally yeah. get away with that. <laughs> Sue McDonnell, uh, I saw someone taking a cheeky poo behind a tree in Ireland. I nearly died laughing. <laughs> I don't know what a cheeky poo is. I don't know if that's any different to a, to a normal one. <laughs> so 8.12.15 on the text this morning. Uh, the cheekiest thing you've ever seen a stranger do. I like this one from Lee on Facebook who says, uh, I was staying at a youth hostel, um, obviously in a, in a room with lots of other people asleep in, in their bunks. I, I left half a bottle of red wine next to my bunk. Just as I was dozing off, I saw a geezer from the other bed creep over, deposit a handful of change on the floor and then take the bottle. To be fair, though, there was a few pound coins in it, so I actually did all right out of it. I love the fact that he did it honestly, though, in a sort of, I'm going to steal this, but hey, there's three quid. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where music matters. It's Jason Manford, joined this morning by Paul Mayhug. And uh, are, you, are you gigging at the moment in the UK? Yeah, I was, I, I've been here for three months. I only have two weekends left. I have right. uh, London next week at the uh, Backyard and then Nottingham oh, yeah. at Glee the week uh, after. Oh, lovely. Yeah. What a nice set of clubs. That'll be nice. You and- just come over and do the, your, your sort of favourite clubs and then... Uh, well, uh, you guys are very friendly with me at the at the Manford Club. Manford Comedy Club, yeah. yes, yeah. I've so, heard they're uh, very good. Yes, they're delightful. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I come come over do do my favorite ones, and I still work um, a ton in in North America, and right. I work a lot in Norway too. So the next stretch is uh, is okay. all Norwegian gigs for me. So. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've I've not done that myself, although. On this tour that I'm doing at the moment, we've, we've got a couple booked in for uh, Scandinavia. Oh, yeah? I'm looking forward to it. Oh, it's wonderful, I've mate. heard. Yeah. I've heard that they... Um, I mean, some comics come back and say they speak better English than a lot of people in England. 
Oh, uh, you know, they sort of, they get it. It's oh, cool. yeah. Yeah. And and it'll be, uh, you know, an hour and a half of Norwegian uh, comedy before you. And, oh, then, wow. uh, and then they'll be like, okay, your last comic. And then the whole audience just switches over to English. And it, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. That's, that's crazy. And and, and and like play on words and, and puns and things like that. It's all right up on browser. it. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm few. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not grassed up. They probably wouldn't know what They're that like, is. What is this grassed up? <laughs> I, I just remember there was another there's a, there's another version of the of, of the grass. There's a, an, another term called the super grass. What's this? This is like when someone's really good at it, <laughs> and they do it for like the police or like oh. MI five or something. Like they're a spy sort of super grass. Yeah. On the, on their scope with your with your uh, save at the Manchester airport, do you think you're on MI 5s radar now? I would expect so. Yeah, <laughs> I would expect so. I, do you know, I'm surprised that people in show business are not asked to be spies more often than not. I was just thinking about that. The uh, yeah, because it, I th- I think it's perfect. It's a perfect cover. Mm-hmm. We do we do all the travelling. We're good at talking. We're often by ourselves, and it's not weird. Yeah, and they trust people talk to us, and people talk to us. They tell us things. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. That's I'm I, I'm putting it out there. If you want me to be a spy, yeah, maybe that's maybe I've ruined it now by saying that. I don't know how it works. <laughs> That's how it works. How do you even apply to be a spy? I th- I had a law teacher once uh, that applied. I think you just. I think it's just like it's a just job. like a normal job. Yeah, yeah. Our in Canada it's called CSIS, and she applied for CSIS and went through the interviews wow. and things like that. I think you can just apply. Crikey, that doesn't seem right. Let's be spies. Let's apply I'm next not- year when you have me on Father's Day. I expect we're both spies. Uh, yeah, but we wouldn't know. Oh yeah, if we were good at it. Yeah. <laughs> but I suspect <laughs> we both know. <laughs> Also, we're comics. We're like, I think I can get 10 minutes out of this spy thing. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely can get 10 minutes out of this. Definitely. Uh, Yeah, no, I think, I I wonder if you are on a, if you are on the, on the list, if you're being looked at by uh, MI5 or whatnot. I don't know how it works with all that palaver, but I, I, and and I've, I've known people over the years. There was, there was a guy that I went to school with who said his dad was a spy. But again, was he just saying his dad was a spy? I don't know. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that sounds fishy to me. Yeah, would you say your dad was a spy? Well, if you knew the information for sure. Yeah, that is well, there is that. Dad. I mean, the only way I would have believed it, if if the next day he wasn't at school and, it, <laughs> and, and then he never came back, I'd go, well, I think that guy's dad really was a spy. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. What's your favourite podcast? Uh, I'm a Bill Burr man myself. Love Bill Burr. Love Bill Burr. That's a good podcast. I can't. He can carry the whole hour by yeah. himself, and I'm in stitches. Just yeah. amazing. I definitely. I can't do. I can't do. I couldn't do this show without someone to talk to. <laughs> I, I don't. I just. I don't know how. You, I, I listen to those DJs and those presenters who are yeah. who are just by themselves, and I just find it fascinating. But he has guests on occasionally on on, on his one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I like it less when he has a guest. Yeah, I just, just want to hear from him. Yeah, I like when he just says he just meanders, and it's brilliant every time. Yeah, no, yeah. he's very good. Any mm-hmm. others? Any other favorite podcasts? Um, I was a, I was a Mar- I really like NPR. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, I love NPR. Mm-hmm. Really, really. Ira Glass and uh, um, and then the serial and the whole oh, they were and great. all that. Oh my goodness. Any love. other? Any others that that? that, that, uh, that I can't think that, of. Like, oh, Manford. Holy <laughs> Lord. Hey, yeah, yeah. Right. There's a my oh. favorite British podcast. Ooh, I like Bill Burr. <laughs> all right, Paul. It's not what I was going for. Yes, this show has a podcast, and what they do is they take, un- which is unusual for a lot of podcasts. What they do with this show is they take out all the talking, and they just play the music, 
Uh, so it's just an hour of music and adverts, actually. And uh, yeah, they take out all all those talking. Uh, no, it's an hour. Uh, it's usually about an hour uh, of uh, of this show. So if you missed any, if you were in bed at some point, you can get on to the Absolute Radio uh, website and you can listen to it there, or you can go on to iTunes and you can uh, subscribe. I think it's the word. You subscribe to it, mm-hmm. and then they just and then it just sends it to you automatically every every Sunday afternoon. So you can do that. And there's also loads of other brilliant Absolute Radio uh, podcasts. Well, uh, if you listen to Frank uh, Frank Skinner on a Saturday, that's a cracker as well, and uh, Christian in the week. So go and do that on the Absolute Radio website right now. Jason, Absolute Radio, Manford, where real music matters. Who's the man? Our dads. They are our dads. They're quite. They are the men today. Amen. Uh, happy Father's Day, of course. Uh, there's a, a text coming here actually that says, um, uh, "I'm the I'm the best daughter. I'm the best daughter of the day. I've just bought my dad tickets to see you on tour, Jason, next year. That's pretty. That's a, that is a brilliant daughter. What a great present as well. That is a nice present to come and see me. I don't see that. Um, where's who's that coming from? <laughs> what the text? Yeah, it's just on the screen there. What's a, is it? Uh... Is it like, is that like who's what's her name specifically? Because I don't see it. I, I got the screen. Sarah. It's just yeah. it's, further, it's further. I've got a different screen. I've got a presenter's screen. Yeah. I get I get different texts than you. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, but let's just come from Sarah, and it says uh, I'm the best daughter in the world uh, because I bought my dad tickets to see you on tour because uh, oh. I'm going on tour. Maybe it's a shameless tour screen plugging <laughs> mechanism. That's, that's a different screen. It's a different screen that I've got. I've got a screen that filters all the um, stuff like that. <laughs> Did I mention I'm going on tour? Uh, yeah, I am. And what a wonderful present that will be for your father. So That would be nice. Yes, I yeah. think so. And, are you, are you, and any, your father. Any, and my father. And yeah, you father. have ca- Canada dates coming? Uh, uh, no. No? No, I'm not? Not, not big in Canada. Oh, no. Oh, no, you're not, actually. No, I'm not. <laughs> not, not at all. I just, about, I just about get by here. I never told you that story, because I was in a green room with your brother for, oh, yes. when I first moved, and mm. uh, and he was like, oh, but, you know, my, you know my, it's kind of hard being a comic with my who my older brother is. And I was like, uh, I'm like, who's your older brother? Yeah, he's like, he a murderer? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I, I didn't know you. And and, he, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And he's like, no, this is so, it's so refreshing. This is amazing. You don't know my brother. Like, he was so, <laughs> it was so good. God love him. God love Colin. God love him. Uh, yes, uh, that is. But um, what, what shame. we should fix that screen thing, though, so we all get the right text. The right that's, yeah. that, I thought that that felt awkward <laughs> in the end. <laughs> um, while we were talking about uh, airport security um, an hour ago, uh, but uh, I, we found this story online, which was um, the weirdest things that uh, airport security workers have found in passengers' luggage. Oh. Weird. I mean, what's the weirdest thing you've left in your luggage that you've had, that's been pulled out by security? <sighs> nothing that weird. Uh, surely. Nothing that weird. A bottle yeah. of water would be. That's not. Yeah, that's yeah, not weird not at weird all. Weird at all. That's, no. that's, that's not. It's embarrassing. It's like, oh, of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, airport security. Among the strangest items uh, they found include a jar of sheep's eyeballs, what? a suitcase full of mannequin hands. <laughs> that is that's that's creepy. creepy. A hundred thousand pounds in monopoly money. <laughs> <laughs> That's someone who's taken that. Hey, you know what? Imagine this was real. That everybody says every time they play it. That might be a dad lie, actually. Yeah, it might be. So here's the top ten strangest items. Number ten, multiple jars of rainwater from different countries. Oh. You can't say that for it. Liquid, isn't it? It's liquid. (laughs) Over 100 mil, mate. No chance. That's kind of romantic, though. Yeah. (laughs) Sort of. (laughs) Uh, I bet it was a guy. 
Yeah. Uh, nine. Uh, Twelve bags of live goldfish. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thousands of sachets of sea monkeys. Oh, I can see why these have all been gone to security. They've all contained liquid. <laughs> That's why they've gone over to that side. Um, a live ferret. Uh, a suitcase full of cat's eye, a box full of live mice being smuggled for snakes to eat. Uh, the Monopoly money, a jar of sheep's eyeballs, uh, the, the mannequin hands, and the penis from a Greek statue. <laughs> Who would do that? I love that. Take that home. Unbelievable what people do. I think I, I feel like I've mentioned this on the show once, but there was I was at Gatwick. Um, maybe about a year ago now, and there was a dad giving a severe telling off to his little boy, who's about maybe 10 or 11. I can't believe you've done that, son. You've, you've put this whole holiday in jeopardy. And this kid's like, well, I do want to, I do want to. And the little boy had bought his pet frog with him and tried to get his pet frog through security. And I think I gave a shout out to the guy at the time because the security guy said, Look, how long are you away on holiday for? And he said, We're for two weeks. He went, Give me your address. I'll look after it for two weeks, and then I'll I'll, get, I'll send it to you when you get back. That's delightful. Make sure. And I was like, oh, I love that. I oh love, above and beyond. Very nice. Yeah. So how can people follow you, Paul? On the Twitter? Yes. Which, uh, yeah, so Paul Meyerhog. Yeah, good luck uh, spelling yeah, that. Good luck. That's why, Yeah, that's why I have two followers. Yeah, that's just, it. Just you need to be a hot girl whose uh, <laughs> yeah. dad was, was a legendary wrestler. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, you could uh, get anywhere near close to my name. You could hit your head against the keyboard and it'll come up. <laughs> It's just Meyerhog. Try to spell it. It'll come up. <laughs> I've uh, retweeted it a few times today. So if you're following yeah. me, you'll be able to, to follow Paul. Yeah. So you're away for a bit and then you're back. And, right. and people can see you on... Uh, so you've done a Canadian uh, yeah. comedy specials yeah, and stuff. Yeah, got an so. hour comedy special in Canada. And, uh, so and actually, could... I'm just... I got a text here from... Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, and I'm on tour in Norway. So thanks a lot to... Uh, to uh, oh, right. Uh, for, um, it's weird. That's yeah. not on my screen. Yeah, How but Scrib says she's excited about my tour coming in Norway so uh, so check that out <laughs> lovely well, thanks for coming on thanks for having me really really nice to see you again uh, happy Father's Day to your dad when you see him as well tell him I'll send him my best happy Father's Day to all the dads out there today I hope you have a lovely day and I hope at some point the kids pop in the garden to hunt for some black pudding and haggis and uh, you get the present you deserve uh, it's 5 to 11 Sarah Champion up after 11 on Absolute Radio see you next week